Hello and welcome to the Neil Plus One podcast with me, Neil Curran. Episode three already. And this week I get to speak with Ulla Oxenen and Trent Pansy, uh, two wonderful improvisers who live in Finland, although Trent, Trent is originally from the US. Uh, and this was recorded during the Slapdash Festival, uh, during the after party. So this was quite late at night. Uh, you will hear the background noise of all the people partying, I guess, in, in the background, in the, in the main room. Uh, so we sipped on a glass of wine or two and chatted in and I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, and I'm joined here by Trent Pansy, and I'm going to mess this up. Ula, I got hopefully right. Yeah, go. I was told I got it wrong the other day, uh, but I can't pronounce your surname. Try. You can, you, can you try? You know, it's got too many consonants in it. Hi, I'm Ula Oksanen. I think I was just four. You live in Finland. So as you can tell uh, from uh, Trent's accent, uh, we are not in the US. We are uh, here at Slapdash in London. Uh, it's late in our night. It's the after party on the finale night. And Trent and Ulla have performed a, an amazing set with their group Yada Yada tonight. And uh, they've been busy this week. Trent has been teaching. High-fiving doesn't work on podcasts, <laughs> but the visual is there. It sounds just like snapping. So we're we're relaxing with a glass of wine, uh, just one glass of wine, wine between the two of us. <laughs> There's nothing else here. We don't mm-hmm. have to tell them what they can't see. S- sorry. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, ladies. First, Ula, tell us about yourself. Just tell us about you and. Uh, well, I'm an, I'm a, I'm a, I'm 29 years old. It's a good start. I'm an engineer, sadly. <laughs> That's sad. It's a, it's a little sad for me personally. Uh, I've 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 done improv for. for Four and a half years, maybe, uh, in Finland, uh, in English. Weirdly, I've never done improv in Finnish. Uh, you do speak Finnish. I do speak Finnish. I'm a Finnish speaker. <laughs> uh, I did improv uh, two weeks ago in Finnish. Uh, it was very weird. I kept talking like a like a, a, a robot because <laughs> it was so silly. Um, I'm a little. Fluish now. You're a little fluish. Yeah. Is in sickness. Yes. Okay. Well, we're sorry to hear that. Yeah. It was that. I'm not. Was that enough? Was that, was, that, a, that was great. Was that was great. great introduction. It started off like we were going to be doing dating profiles here. Uh, yeah. We steered in the right direction. So that's okay. Good. That's all right. right. Can, can I introduce Ola? Is that all right? That's good. That works. So I met Ola apparently around five years ago um, and started uh, getting to know her more as we um, uh, started doing improv stuff. And actually, she was originally um, one of my first improv students in Finland. And in that brief time, uh, four and a half years is a very brief time in reality. She has grown into being one of my favorite performers around the world to do shows with, but she will never accept that to be the reality of the situation. Um, but uh, uh, she's a phenomenal improviser and uh, is always a joy to be around as a person or a performer or anything. Oh, buddy. Well, there you go. The bar has been set. Uh, Great. Okay. Now you do mine. Uh, <laughs> um, no, that, that, was, that was a bit. But you can Trent, I, I don't know. I'm gonna go for the dating profile type Thank of you. things. I don't know why. You you do yours. My name is Trent. I am uh, I'm an American. Um, I have been living in Finland for six years, and improv is my hobby, my um, obsession, and luckily, uh, most of the time, also qualifies as a profession. Excellent. Great. Oh, can I, can I, can I tell that I did do some youth theater when I was a child but i don't remember anything from it but i i do remember one line well it wasn't finished so no, yes. 
Kuulitteko? Linnan tallirengin poika on sen löytänyt. And that's it. That was the beginning. Yeah. Uh, did you hear? Someone's found the key. <laughs> did you know? I think we should all move to Finland because <laughs> simple language translates into wonderful things. So tell us, you've been here, you did your duo as well as performing with Yada Yada tonight. Um, tell us about how the duo came about. <laughs> um, I, I think we just basically uh, at some point we realized it would be fun to play together, just just the two of us to see where it goes. I, I haven't never played duo shows with anyone and 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 when Trent wanted to do it I, I was uh, uh, horrified <laughs> extremely horrified but also so that it, it could be a, a fun way to grow and see where where we would take take me and us I'll take and, 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 uh, and I like Trent but we get along well it's true off and on stage uh-huh. um, uh, so so I, I run a show similar to yours, but very also different. Uh, by yours, I mean Neil Plus One. I'm assuming you also do other shows. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, I'd like to see those sometime, too. Um, and it's called Guest. And what I do is I bring a different group in to sort of our uh, performance space in Finland. And I let that group do their own format show that they normally do wherever they're from um, for about like the first half, like 45 minutes or something. Then at the end of uh, their show, I randomly select a player to do a two-person show with, um, and I love doing that to support improvisers and prove, like, one, you can do this in English, they're usually non-native mm. English speakers, mm. and two, um, you can do this uh, and have a whole lot of fun and not have to worry about um, the sort of stakes, because they're very low stakes. So uh, I just set down my improvised uh, name that I drew. <laughs> um, and uh, Ola is um, on... Uh, the ensemble at the Improv Academy in, in Finland where um, I've been teaching uh, and they had a show and as the guest and then I pulled Ola's name and we did a two-person um, we just decided to follow our natural selves and just be weird because um, I don't remember this we are, <laughs> it's true we are, okay, we are right. very weird people and that's one of the things I love about Ola is she's just goofy <laughs> But, like, genuinely goofy, not like, I'm being weird, look at me, just like, hey, I can finally be myself, which is weird. And um, we did kind of like a freeform set, and it was really fun. Then we were like, hey, Ula, let's do this for real. And she's like, okay. Um, and we took some awkward pictures where it looked like I was in love with her. <laughs> and um, we did a show called... Uh, Famous uh, Actors. Famous Actors, yeah, yeah. Where we the goal was to um, get fake movies from an audience and do individual scenes from that movie. But the audience gave us real movies, and uh, the first couple times we thought it was weird. That we was we like, thought oh, that it's just like an accident, or yeah. they will get into those fake yeah. movies later on. But, but it was... It turned out that every single suggestion we got was a real movie, and then we kind of didn't know, do we do a scene from that movie? Uh, long story short, um, it was a fun adventure, but that was... It turned into another project that has other people in it. Um, and so when we talked about um, kind of doing more shows, what do we want to do? We said, let's go back to the um, the thing that we think is the most fun, which is just being playful and strange and um, moving from scene to scene organically and naturally and uh, trying to make each other laugh. Mm. Yeah. 
That was a very long explanation. I'm sorry. What Trent said. <laughs> so, if I can ask you, Ula. Yes. Um, what was it like, you know, because you're here in Slapdash, which is a fantastic festival, and mm. we've seen such a wonderful caliber of acts throughout the festival. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of asking this question in a way that I, um, I, I know the answer from my perspective, but I'm also curious to see what other people's answer will be. What's it like performing in a show with somebody that was originally your teacher? Hmm. <laughs> mm. um. Uh, well, Trent, Trent is not only a teacher because he's he's uh, he's my friend as well. So um, I was a teacher first, though. Yeah, for <laughs> it took it took some time to get along. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. Have, I just learned that. I didn't know that. Fired. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, 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 that's, uh, I don't have an answer to that because I I have no other experience. So in you, improv, you know, it's like I, I haven't had uh, Trent's mostly the person that I uh, play with. But you're not on a team that I'm not on, are you? No. Yeah. So yeah. You, so yeah. Never, so you never saw it as a challenge or an obstacle. Like no, it's, it's performing with and, the teacher. And, uh, I don't know if we mentioned that, but uh, yeah, I did mention that we're we're uh, yada yada is the only English English improv team in Finland, uh, uh, so it's quite limited. Uh, to do improv in Finland in English, so uh, Trent being there most of the time is quite natural. I have not questioned that in any way. Should I? Maybe I don't know. You could. I could. <laughs> and uh, uh, being a, a duo based in Finland, but one half of you is not Finnish. That's me. Do you, mm. you speak? Do you speak Finnish? Uh, I do. You do. Mm. So, but not well enough to do shows. In. Not well enough. So, how culturally then? What? The, how does that have it? Culturally, being from the U.S. Where in the U.S. are you from? Michigan originally. Michigan. So, culturally, being from the U.S., living in Finland, married to a, a Finnish woman, um, and performing with a Finnish lady. Yeah, I should have, say, Ula is not the Finnish woman I'm married to. Just for mm. clarification, we're not married. I made that mistake. Then. You certainly <laughs> did. I did. I'm never going to leave that down. Um, but uh, yeah, so culturally, then, how, how does that affect the show? Um, well, to be honest, I've lived in Finland now for six years. And so I'm not. Um, a lot of times you see um, teachers or, or, or performers coming over from the States into, let's say, Europe. And they are unapologetically American and don't quite understand the nuances of European-style improv, but also the culture and everything else that comes along with um, living in this multicultural, like, swirling, integrating world that is Europe, but more specifically European improv. And um, having had the opportunity to gain an understanding of that world... Um, that's the way that I play now uh, is with the understanding of okay the person I'm playing with maybe doesn't have um, as fully um, uh, like as full comprehension of the language that I might use if I was playing with another American um, or maybe the person I they certainly won't understand if I reference Ecto Cooler do you What's understand that, that reference? No, precisely. It's the most amazing uh, <laughs> juice box flavor from my childhood. Anyone who's American who was born before 1989 will definitely get that reference. Um, and so, one of the nice things is when I first moved here, I had to drop all of that shitty, just like 
um, pop culture references just to get a laugh kind of improv and actually focus on what I think is the most fun and interesting part of improv is uh, a relationship-based scene work. And so um, with that in all of that background in mind, Ulla is... The one reason that I love playing with her is she is the person who... The only person who, that I, who I do a show with that I feel I can just completely let loose and unleash... Um, everything onto her. That's not her <laughs> sentence. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, in terms of I can play at my, um, you know, sort of my full highest level and not be super concerned that she's not going to follow. Um, and I can trust that if there's something that I say or do that she doesn't understand, um, either linguistically or I don't know if culturally is even possible anymore, she'll point it out in the scene and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And that, which is what I recommend all of my students because I tour Europe and teach. I always say, if you're doing a scene in English and you don't understand what's happening, don't just go along with it, but ask your scene partner to repeat themselves or describe it because if it's happening on on stage in your head, the actor, then it's happening for real also. So, yeah, um, and in, it's in interesting you say that because I've <clears throat> spoken a few times about this that this week. Um, all, you know, here in Europe, we've got people with different languages, no. and English is often not the first language. Mm. Uh, of, and some people feel that that's often a disability performing in English. <laughs> Whereas I think it's the opposite. I think Agreed. it's going to be an advantage because you're not responsible for you, what you don't know. Mm-hmm. The responsibility mm-hmm. is, you know. It's not, your, it's not your thing to worry about. So it's interesting that, that you say that. Would mm. you share that view then, Ulla? Uh, uh, um, not being native speaker, with Trent, it's, 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 it's quite okay. <laughs> He's learned to play with me, you know, in a way that, that we've learned to play together, sorry, uh, in a way that I, I can follow. Uh, today I saw amazing shows, but there were moments when I just couldn't follow and I, I I blame the not being a native English speaker but um, that's a cop out no just joking sorry uh, I don't know what a cop out is I think that was Ula's way of saying the shows just weren't funny that's what she was saying yeah that's, that's a horrible show all the other all the native English speakers thought they were but she knew <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes but I, I sometimes I'm very uh, uh, conscious about like I get very worried for some reason that I don't understand what's happening, or it's like, Ugh. and 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 sometimes I make a, like, I hope that at some point in the scene I will know what the exact word was that I didn't quite get. Like I was in a, I was in a workshop and there was a word jigsaw, 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 not Jigs- jigsaw, which is what it sounded like you said. <laughs> J- jigsaw. This is a game. It's a game. No, can I? Okay. No, I don't know. I still so, don't know what it is. It's, but I did we something. Would call it, we, in the it, states, oh, we would oh, no. say jigsaw puzzle. Pu- yes, puzzle. So puzzle is the Paula word. Pelli. Puzzle. That that's the word I know. But uh, the scene partner came. Uh, we were talked about it, and I was, I was doing some object work that I thought that was jigsaw esque. Yeah. And I didn't clarify it because I just like assumed that at some point I will have a clear image of what the what the hell we're doing here <laughs> and and uh yeah sometimes i i don't i it's it's hard to make that move of just asking like what the hell or what is this or 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 it uh, yeah sometimes i do it sometimes i don't and and then when i don't i wish i did it that's, that's interesting so do you do you just out of curiosity you know now what a jigsaw is 
it's a puzzle. It's well, a puzzle. Puzzle. Let, let, let me clarify. Uh, uh, jigsaw is a saw, <laughs> a handheld saw that That's you use that to true. cut intricate shapes and designs. Yeah. Perhaps uh, the shape of a, a puzzle piece uh, right. into various uh, material. Um, apparently, it's a UK, maybe even it seems Irish uh, colloquialism to just say the word jigsaw and drop the puzzle half, which I think is a it's a, an abomination. Well, see, this, this is a late night podcast, and you know we're enjoying drinks here at the after party, which is all the noise in the background. I've always felt like saying jigsaw puzzle is kind of like saying there's wet wet rain out. Oh, is it is it like uh, uh, ice hockey? Yeah, because it's just. Hockey. No, Come on. there is floor regular hockey. hockey that's not on ice. You mean floor hockey? That's not a real hockey. Is regular hockey? Hockey. Field hockey. 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 You see, so you have to. So it's like. So what is your version of hockey? Explain. Well, we don't have hockey to the same degree that they have it in the UK and Ireland. We have hurling, which is not vomiting over the side of a of a boat. Although it's, you have that too. We do have the two. Hurling's our national, one of our national sports. It's, it's the fastest ball game on earth. There's a random factoid for people who don't live in Ireland that are listening to this. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we won't talk about hurling. I do want to ask you about Fief. So, yeah. I haven't been yet to Fief. Mm. I hear I may be able to do it next year because the timing of it suits me better than it has mm. in previous years. But Fief is a revered festival in Europe. It's very well known, very well loved and respected. Um, tell us a little bit about Fief. Again, you, you're you're from the States, you set up this festival in Finland, and, and it's evolved into this very well-known festival. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, so yeah, so Thief, first of all, is the Finland International Improv Festival. Um, we are entering our sixth year, which will take place, I want to say, June, fill in the dates here appropriately, edit it to make it say I think it's 13th through 17th can I just uh, add at this point that everyone I've spoken to over the course of this of Slapdash talks about Thief had the dates off by heart and the <laughs> festival organizer is scratching his head wondering what dates is running yeah uh, I want to say thir- 13th I want to say I want to say mid-June yeah, mid-June the week before Johannes um, uh, <laughs> the Finnish audience will get that um, yeah uh, mid-June um, and it started as it started as yada yada had been around for about three or four months and we had done just a couple of shows and we had gotten back from um i had gotten back from a private gig that was fine and i had had a lot of fun and i was just like i wish there was a way that i could have some of the amazing people that i know out of chicago or wherever else come over to finland and teach some workshops to my team and some others and invite a couple other teams to come and play and so we sort of decided to make that happen. Um, and the way I kind of designed it was in a way to allow the improvisers to be the most important people of the festival and no offense audience, but sort of put the audience on the back burner and focus on trying to build, and it's what I've been doing in Finland in general, but also within Europe, trying to build a community of uh, improvisers who can come together and play and meet each other and learn uh, from each other and also instructors and sort of just have a fun weekend. Um, and it started off as two days. And one of the things that I really wanted to do was incorporate some of the things that I'd seen in American festivals that I thought worked well and sort of bypass some things that I think that I thought didn't work well. Um, and to me, in order to sort of uh, help create 
um, a community, the people kind of need to spend the time together. And so we housed everyone in the same hostel, which has become very popular as well. Uh, and it was sort of mandatory that you be there uh, in the hostel. And um, we also put the instructors in there, but, but sort of um, we allow them to be in their own quarters because that can also be when you just want to like relax and kick off your shoes you don't want to also have to like talk a whole bunch of improv um although we do uh and um everyone just kind of got together and played and had a whole lot of fun and then the first year we decided to do the traditional finish thing which was have a sauna after party where everyone gets uh in the sauna together which means naked um and drinks until the sun comes up, which is at like 1 a.m. because it doesn't go down. So, so a massive rush of applications for feet right this very moment. <laughs> um, and so from there, it just kind of organically grew as kind of like a grassroots festival. And my whole goal with everything is to make sure that the improvisers who come are committed to having the best fucking time that they can have and that I can provide for them all of the opportunities for them to learn and play and hang out with uh, other people. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, uh, Ulla, from your perspective then, um, uh, having, you know, been under the tutorage of, of, of um, Trent, how has that festival been received in Finland? <sighs> um, I, wa- I was volunteering the first first year. I was super shy and talked to a lot of people, I feel. Um, <laughs> contradictory statement. So you were shy and talked to a lot of people? I didn't talk to ah, a lot of people. Okay, I didn't. I did I not. Take it back. I did not talk to a lot of people. Uh, but uh, I think it's, it's, it's quite different and it's a brave move to have a English improv festival in, in Finland. Also, and not in, in Tampere. Yeah, exactly. Helsinki. It's not in Helsinki, which is the capital. Uh, so it's schooled, yeah, uh, uh, and 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 amazingly, I th- every year it's got, got gotten in a way bigger, and and people know it. And the fifth fifth uh, fifth year anniversary, what my friends, uh, I've been talking to my friends, so they know it's there. So it's it's a it's that a, took a lot of work, by the way, to get to the point where like people actually the locals n- know what it is and understand what it is and want to come. Right? Yeah. Isn't that a weird thing though as well? You know, we had the same thing in Ireland. Like, it, it it feels at first like you you're pimping out your festival to non improvisers, and there's almost a sense of oh, isn't that lovely what they're doing with their improv festival? God, look at those people. Uh, but then you know you're 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 making traction. It's almost like outside of the U.S. where improv is just known, and you know actors have to take improv classes. They have to have that. You know it's expected, and we don't have that end goal necessarily in Europe where we, we're all trying to get on SNL and mm-hmm. we're doing improv for the love of it, and that's our end goal. And and so it becomes this snowball that's going down a hill, you know, raging down a hill, and and it becomes this unstoppable force that becomes hard to ignore. You know, mm. and I think it's really fantastic to, you know, to see how that changes the landscape. Uh, yes, yes, and 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 I'm not sure if I'm correct on this, but I feel like not a lot of people in in Finland or in Tampere have seen this sort of improv or improv in general. They are improv groups, but in the English group, English English uh, improv scene is 
so much bigger and there are some uh, lots of acts and 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 all that and and it's a it's a wonderful wonderful opportunity for people to see uh, different styles of of uh, of of improv yeah and yeah. to date uh, Feith has only had English shows, never any Finnish shows. Mm. We've had Finnish teams, but performing in English. Um, and I think that's been our sort of biggest sort of challenge is to convince one Finnish improvisers to come and that the fact that it's okay to take a workshop in English, and then two to come and sit and watch these teams from all around the world uh, play. And do some networking and chatting with them, but then the general audience to get them also to come in, and um, so we've been working really hard to build up the sort of offerings from both local, like Finnish teams and international teams, not during the festival season, throughout the entire year, so that people become it becomes more natural and more sort of uh, commonplace. That's not the right word, but like more normal to be able to go and see it really good improv show from a team from Germany, a team from London, a team from Spain, wherever, um, even though it's not in a festival setting. So, yeah. Now, you, listeners might hear, hear a lot of background noise. I think the, the daily, the nightly uh, ping pong, pong tournament has started. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so I do, I, there is something else I do want to ask you about, Trent, and that's your uh, hip-hop. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, took, I took a class in Barcelona last year with you on hip hop, and it was one of well, I suppose one of the most terrifying things I've done. Uh, by which he, to clarify, he means freestyle rapping. By which really it means rhyming, saying words that rhyme together on a, on a beat. Stop trying to make it sound much simpler than it is. <laughs> and when I say it's one of the most terrifying things I've done, because we said you know when we start improv. It's still one of the most terrifying things I've done because you know I've done musical improv and I perform musical improv. I quite enjoy that, um, but it feels like your brain is in this zone, in this different place, and it really is the final frontier of improv in terms of the challenge that it brings to a performer. You can't fake it till you make it with it. That's you know you can with other part with other styles, of you can't fake it, it, and you can be supported like hell. But if you suck at it, you suck at it. And you do a show, or you you do it. You also performed with um, Ryan, Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller. Mm-hmm. You did that thing in Brussels. Uh, was that last year? Any before? Uh, well, we performed in Brussels a couple times. So yeah, Ryan Miller, who is Canadian, a Vancouverite, as he puts it. Um, he lives in Amsterdam, and he is a very very good friend of mine. Um, we met at Fief actually, and he and I do a two person um, freestyle rap free form show uh, and it's really fun it's called Millican Rap um, so that is the answer to that question I believe so how uh, you know there's I, I suppose um, people in certainly in the UK and Europe people be familiar with Obama man um, yeah. who's Irish by the way um, and he's fantastic and then when I saw even just you were doing it just walking down the street and I was taken aback at, at how impressive you were and you, you know, there, what I what I liked about it was you didn't say, "Oh, you know, I was born this natural gift." You just said, "I worked my ass off at it to get to this level." Yeah, it's it, rhyming is a muscle, um, and you, you're right. You can't fake the rhyming, but you can absolutely fake the confidence that it takes to present yourself in a way where you appear not to be afraid of the terrifying thing you're doing. I actually, in April, I was in, I came to uh, England um, for improv. Well, no, okay, I came to England. Uh, I was in Manchester for a... I'm doing a master's degree in screenwriting, and we went there for, like, 10 days. 
And then I, of course, decided yeah, I'll pop down to London for another half week and do some improv, teach, play, and have some fun. And I was asked by Katie Schutte to come to do a uh, freestyle rap mini session at one of their shows. And I was insanely terrified because, one, I'm really confident doing uh, lame rhymes in front of a crowd of mostly non-native English speakers because it doesn't take much to impress them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm always impressed. Right? <laughs> um, like, you can just rhyme able and table, right? Or fine and wine, and they, they're happy with it. So, uh, uh, I, when I came here to London the first time and I did that show, I was like... And it was literally like a six-minute set in like a variety hour. Uh, I was fucking terrified because I'm like okay this is the real deal native English speakers and they can't they're, they're not going to put up with the bullshit so you better bring it uh, and it was just as easy um, actually maybe easier and so um, the rhyming part yes you can build up a rhyming dictionary you can read Dr. Seuss books all day long and you'll understand ah if I just say short enough words I can rhyme all of the time that was the, not I was trying to rhyme then uh, but I did. Um, uh, uh, it's very easy. And so you learn the tricks and you learn the sort of the what I teach is sort of the ultimate way to be successful at it. And I in my generic workshop, what I do is I just give the tools that you can use to practice to build your own internal rhyming dictionary so that it becomes easier. The rest is just what we call hashtag swag. And uh, we don't always say the hashtag. Sometimes mm. it's just there. Uh, but like that 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 rap hip-hop persona of like yes i am awesome and whether or not the things that i say are really going to rhyme you're going to think that i'm really good all right awesome awesome so um two more questions for you both um, mm-hmm. one is there's a lot it's getting a lot more it's getting really rowdy now yeah i never thought table tennis could be so aggressive uh, can, can i kind of com- comment on the rapping mm. thing just like <laughs> shut up <laughs> that i i couldn't do it at all now I can do it a little bit in your like, second it, language. I mean, yeah, in my second Third. language. Uh, so, so, and and sometimes when I the, run as an exercise, I might be drink, uh, drinking, uh, thinking, yes. thinking. I'm thinking about things that would rhyme with tree, p, and that's it. I've I've gotten to the second. You're sec- very yeah. high brow yeah. already. It's very yeah, high. yeah. But uh, uh, it's it's a muscle, like Trent said. I can yeah. I can practice it. Have you been practicing? So all those non-rappers out there. <laughs> Excellent. Well, so as I said, two more questions. Uh, one is first question is so let's go into it. Let's go into before you do that. What does this pen say? I don't. You're holding. Oh, Ryman ball pen. What? There you go. Mind you, bring, you bring that pen everywhere. No, so. I just found it here. You just found it's not my pen. Look, this one says it too. <laughs> so let me ask a question. Sorry. Um, so let's put on our let's put on our, our, our improv knowledge hats for a second. So um, I know you've been teaching at Slapdash, but a question for you both. And um, for for people who are listening who want to up their game a bit, what what area you know maybe something trend from your perspective you've been working on or teaching or seeing students or performers do? What tip or exercise would you give? Anula, same for yourself. And um, what tip, exercise, what area you know advice can you give people who are listening? Mm-hmm. I'll defer to Ola to go first if that's all right. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, for me, one of the biggest biggest challenges is that. I am very stressed about things. So uh, just having fun. I don't know how it's 
achieved sometimes. It's hard, but uh, just the, uh, I don't know who said it, but we are adults playing make-believe. So that's a good thing to keep in mind that this shouldn't be so serious and not to not to be too uh, um, just just relax. Just relax. Can I can I can I say that? I don't know how to do it. But how do you relax? Uh, I don't. I'm constantly terrified. Uh, oh yeah, I have a wine glass in my hand. So it's, it's going well. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll uh, over to Trent. I think all uh, like many people, sort of, who have been doing improv for anywhere between you know six months and fifty years, um, suffers from that thing of like. Um, well, I, well, I, well, I'm not as good as, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, I shouldn't, I don't deserve, I can't, uh, but what if, <laughs> and that's a dumb thing because, uh, like the rest of you who are also probably feeling that, um, if you let yourself understand that you're the only person that has a brain like yours and the people who love to play with you love to play with you because of the way your brain functions and the things that you know and you can do, um, and you accept that, then you can finally let that shit go of like, oh, but I, yes, you can. I promise you can. Uh, that was a note for Ula. Thank um, you. Uh, and all of you else. Uh, that's, a, that's a wonderful note that no one has a brain like mine. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question? <laughs> um, uh, I, I love, so I come from a Chicago background and I really love to meet I don't think there's a point in doing something if it doesn't tell the story of a a person who is um, uh, who is um, affected by an, another stimulus. That was insane. Someone got affected by a stimulus uh, <laughs> of a person who's affected by a stimulus, whether that's a scene partner, a, a player on stage, or the audience themselves, or an object, or some other part of the sort of story. Um, and so, for me, it's about the relationship between the characters as they go through whatever it is they're going through, rather than the story that they're going through. Stories are great, but I don't care about the story if I don't care about the people. And I want to be affected by the people and the way that they're affected by the people they're with on stage. And uh, the thing that I sort of, like, the little kind of quote that I have, um, I hate the idea that people are taught that there's a, this concept called blocking, and there isn't, because the only way that you can be blocked is if you're too stubborn to drop your idea when you're on stage, and if you're confident with the fact of, like, I can just start something, and um, I can listen to my scene partner, or listen to whatever else the other stimulus is, and I can continue what I'm doing, but react to that, and then we'll work together to have a good time together, because that's what we're doing on stage. We're not there to fight with each other. Um, and I can trust that the only way I can be blocked is if I'm unwilling to drop what my ideas that I had at the very beginning of the scene. Um, and so the sort of way I say that is, fuck your idea. Sorry, can I swear on this podcast? You just did mm. multiple times. Of course you can. Multiple. I thought it was just one. I came up with better uh, answer. Can then I go? Fuck your idea. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 Yeah. Just like go. Go for a variety. Like I. I noticed that that's something that I'm not very good at in terms of if I go to a festival and I might pick uh, choose workshops that I'm 
maybe familiar with the topic or something that I was like, I want to be in the comfort, com- comfort zone. And, and whatever you do is like try to explore as many of the uh, aspects that there are. Yeah, Ula and I like to play big and play weird. Mm, and that's what we want to do. Mm. Nothing else. <laughs> cool. So let me ask you one last question. Um, this is not a favoritism question. This is just, you know, maybe something that's fresh in your mind or something you've seen recently. A show that you just remember that you had a lot of fun watching or a group that's played somewhere maybe. Something that's fresh in your mind. Um, it's hard at the end of a festival. Yeah. It's true. That's why I'm saying it's not a favoritism question. No. Do, uh, I've ha- I've seen lots of great shows in this in this festival, but I, I have to <laughs> I have to go to a Gothenburg festival, which was uh, mm. a month ago because I was I was laughing, but I was also crying. And you weren't the only one. I it, it was I never had that strong emotion to any improv show that I seen. It was Norwegians. Det andre teatret. Yeah, they did a. Uh, a format life game life game and they Johnson. keep keep uh, yes uh, they uh, interviewed famous Finnish uh, fi- not Finnish Swedish Finnish musician, musician? Uh, host TV host yeah, uh, we're, I, I wasn't following all the time but it was so it was um, it was so emotional it was playful but in the end it was so emotional <laughs> that uh, that, w- that blew my mind mm. that it was all all of those things uh, combined and it was Norwegians in in English which is uh, pretty impressive yeah yeah that was that was great um, so for me I'll say uh, number one we just saw some amazing improv this entire week I have not yet uh, before this week, I have not had the opportunity to see or work with or play with anybody from UCB, um, New York, or LA, which is the Upright Citizens Brigade. Um, and I finally got to do that this week. And uh, the final show of the festival was Convoy, a trio uh, from both LA and New York, uh, UCB. And that was amazing. And I will certainly be thinking about that show and just how much fun it was and how much fun I had watching it. But the, in terms of like the show that I saw... Um, in the past couple of years that really inspired me that was like, yeah, that's it, was uh, Big Bang out of Boston. And I first saw them in Barcelona yes. at the Big yeah. If. Uh, shout out to Noah Levin, 91012. Uh, and he, not he, the, they do freeform, gamey, like super fast, organic, natural transitions from like bit to bit to bit to game to game to game before you, where like you're not even realizing that they have in 30 seconds they have played 12 transitions from one game to the next to the next to the next to the different types of scene shifts and then all of a sudden they work backwards through them again sometimes until they're back to that original scene and you go wait what just happened um and that is uh thanks to will luera who is formerly from improv boston but now uh does the sarasota improv theater i believe um and uh, I've had the pleasure of seeing them multiple times over the past couple of years, including here this week. And they are always uh, a joy to watch and an inspiration and uh, super fun to play with, too. So, Excellent. big bang. Great. So, Ula and Trent, I'll just keep it to... And Neil plus one. Good. <laughs> Ula and Trent, thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks Neil. Thanks. See you later.